Hi guys! Welcome back to the, the Migas! <laughs> Welcome to another fantastic, amazing, phenomenal episode, if I do say so myself. Do you say so? I say so, and I know so. <laughs> oh, um, Again, we are not alone. We have a very special guest here, Miss Jess, who is a boss babe, a mama, a boss mama, all the things, like... <laughs> I'm going to let her introduce herself again, because if you remember... She was here. She was actually part of our first guest group. Yes! yes she was in yes. season one, and now we're in season, season two. two. Oh, man. <laughs> end of season two. Like, get oh, to the sure, end. Yeah. We're wrapping We're getting to the end. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, Jess, you know, introduce yourself to our audience. You guys are amazing. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, love you so too. <laughs> I am Jess. I am a mom. I'm 29 years old. Uh, my toddler is four years old. And most importantly, he's a boy. He's my little <laughs> prince. And he changed my life. Like, that's the best thing I can say. Like, he just, he's just, he's just so cuddly and so loving. Um, because of him, he taught me courage. He taught me patience. So he plays a big part in my life. So. I'm just going to talk about mama here because <laughs> honestly, like, what a ride, what a journey. Like, oh, I, I, we can go all day, but you know what? Yeah. I know. We definitely can. <laughs> so this episode, we are going to dive deep into our motherhood journeys because we want to discuss how we're navigating, but also finding ourselves. Because I feel like that is the hardest thing. And for me personally, that's still one of the hardest things for me to do. And I'm doing a lot of soul searching. Like I've had therapists, I've done everything, but this time like I'm pushing everyone to the back and I'm in the driver's seat for the first time in my life because enough is enough. Yeah. You know, Amen. like enough is enough. And I will share a not so funny story <laughs> That pissed me off because this meme is like circulating all over the place. Um, so there's this video. It's like, what if I just, and this mom is like at the top of the stairs, like trying to throw herself. And it says like, um, a trip to the hospital seems like a vacation. And I actually had said that to a therapist of mine. Like we were, in, I was interviewing therapists and I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. I had just had Alina. My pregnancy with Alina was, was I had a great pregnancy, but mentally I was not there. I had prepartum depression and then horrible postpartum depression. I didn't want to touch her. Like, I didn't want to be around her. And just so much shit was going on in my life that yeah. just made it so hard for me to just be in this newborn bliss. I'm like, fucking newborn bliss. Like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Not, not everyone tale. experiences it. Exactly. And, so, and that's fucking okay. Yeah. And what... Pisses me off because again, like you're saying, social media. Yeah. So we'll paint like this picture. I I was interviewing these therapists and I went to this one and I, I'll never forget because I had Alina with me and Oliver with me. So I had no help. I had to bring them with me to this therapy session. And I'm sitting there and I told her, I'm like, I was just so done. I'm like, sometimes I just want to be hospitalized so I can get a vacation. And she goes, her response to me was, hmm, you shouldn't be a mother. Oh. Rude! Like I'm here for you to help me, not to judge me. I, I was like, like okay. <laughs> um. Well, that's that. 
we're a little past mm-hmm. that now. I have yeah. two children, right? So, like, like, I can't too late. There's not a return like, policy. Do they go back into your body? And like, I don't know. Like, uh, and I'm like, okay. And I left, and then she called me the next day, and she's like, I know I came off rude. I'm sorry. It's just you know what you said, and I'm like, I don't need you mm. to try to to try to tell me what I said was wrong, because that's just how I'm feeling. How I'm feeling isn't wrong, and. I always felt like I need that help, that external help um, to, to help me navigate through this new phase. But just like my girl fucking Mel Robbins says, <laughs> nobody is coming. To save you. Nobody's coming to save you. No one's coming to do anything for you. It's nice to have the village. Some people have better villages than others. And that's okay. And that's okay, but I'm ready and I've been showing up for myself because yes. no one's showing up for yes, me yes, yes. and my kids deserve to have that you. mom like that that mom to like i was getting angry for no goddamn reason like there was a reason well i, you, I was you, overstimulated but but like, for them, saying, yeah. like they're like why is mommy so angry yeah. at me and i'm like because you're fucking annoying right now. No, but. but you don't. Yeah, like below that surface. You know. Yeah, but like, below. So like, well, let, but wait, 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 wait. Therapist Cindy is here. <laughs> and I go to therapy myself, ladies and gentlemen. So. I'm, I'm trying to find I'm somebody else. From yeah. yeah, I'm trying to find another one because the one that I had. We're on, I'm like talking to her, spilling my freaking emotions out, and she's like looking at another screen. Oh, oh no. And then like. Yeah, so, and I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> She's already ready for her next session. I'm she like, wasn't even focused on you. You're the one who told me to get on this call. Like, yeah. <laughs> forget you. Fuck you, Dan. Oh, no. So this is why we're soul searching. You're yes. trying to yeah. go Thank within. Yes. And, and even yeah. how we started this, I think our first episode was called Losing Yourself in Motherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think this is, so if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that one first. Pause this one <laughs> and come back because this is literally like the sequel and the growth, <laughs> the growth sequel yeah. Yeah. to it. Because I remember, I think a lot of the stuff that I said on there was, again, while being pregnant, I was like, no, I told myself this, 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 that, that, that. And that helped me a little bit once I actually, you know, gave birth and <laughs> experienced truly what motherhood was. And of course, all the hormones and all the stuff that comes with it and just all the mood swings. And again, and yes, I do have a wonderful support system, but even having that, you can still feel yeah. very alone. Oh, and yeah. there were times that I felt very alone, Yeah, you know, because I didn't think that I guess that anyone really knew what I was thinking or how I was exactly how I was feeling. I didn't know how to express that without, um, I don't know, without like, I didn't want people to feel bad for me either. I don't know. It's fucking, it's a mess. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it also is your personality. Like if, especially being a strong individual, you never want to feel like you need that help or like, like, don't feel bad for me. Like, no. Like, yeah. I'm just, I just need a moment. Like, give me two yeah. seconds. Just expressing myself and that's Exactly. That. And I feel but like... since I've learned, I'm like, yeah, feel bad for me. Yeah. Come, come help me. Come yeah. help like, me, I've please. learned to kind of just accept help. The help. You know, I've learned to kind of just put the pride to the side. And I've always been very vulnerable, always worn my heart on my sleeve. And I was like, let me continue to do that. 
through motherhood, you know? Like, I don't like it all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shit ain't fucking fun all the time. It ain't loving all the time. And, and that's okay, you know? And I've learned to accept that. Because if I'm not honest with myself, I'm like, how am I going to be honest with other moms right. or attract those other moms that are thinking the same way as me? Because, again, moms against moms is another big freaking thing. Bro. The, the first people to judge. And I, and I see it day after day, again, through social media, TikTok, Instagram. You'll go, a mom will post a great thing, a video, a reel, whatever, even a freaking picture. And you go in the freaking comments and there is Susie, there is Karen saying all this other stuff. And I was just like, that's not like what we're here for. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's muddy waters, but definitely um, you have to find the ways to, to, to navigate it. And I'm so proud of you, Nora, for honing down. I'm kind of a damn No, yeah. <laughs> yes, because you, you need that. Because, again, you have to be your own cheerleader. Yeah. You know, you can have all these people rooting for you, but then it's just like, okay, but wh- why am I, why am I, ro- what am I rooting for? Yeah, yeah. and you, you have know, to you believe have to in know. yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I feel like um, it's hard to believe in yourself sometimes. Definitely. Because you're just kind of like, like you're just so, um, at least for, my, for me, it's like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm this. And it's like, if I didn't do enough and I, and like, no, I need to do all of these things. And it's like. The moment I get to sit down and scroll on TikTok for 20 minutes, that becomes two hours. Yeah. So shame on me for for allowing like to become a fucking sloth because that's literally what was going on. I was just content with just the day-to-day groundhog day, all the same shit You're over and over and over. Girl. Yeah, and I'm like, I, d- I don't care. I'm fluffy. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm d- no, but it, I don't give a shit if I lose weight. I don't. It's just that little bit, that little... Activity. Doesn't it give you like walking. serotonin or whatever it Girl, is that working out? Girl, I've been because. sitting there th- like this is <laughs> whatever been, it gives yeah, you, it's right? Great. My shopping whatever. serotonin, <laughs> but now it's like my workout serotonin. No, like I'm doing, I'm doing like the 20 minutes and then moving my work up. Yeah. Like I'm doing that. I'm like, okay, I could do this. Yeah, because yeah. if you start off with those 45 minutes, oh, you're like, no. fuck this thing. Exactly. My ass hurts. That's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> but um, my first ride, literally, my first ride, I like was five minutes in. I sobbed yeah. uncontrollably. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I gave myself 20 minutes. <laughs> like, no one's downstairs. I'm by myself. I'm doing this for me. And I just saw, like, my whole room was like, no. <laughs> and, then, and then also, Ugly ass fucking face, and girl. then also these Peloton instructors, like, what they're saying. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, especially Cody. He was like, you're here for you. Yeah. No, like, girl, forget, if, if you don't want to be here, then get the, he'd be like, get the hell, get the hell off this bike. Yeah. You know, like, don't don't be here then he's like you you're here for, for you. you and all yeah. the instructors are so great at that and that's one of the reasons why i love it yeah i'm like should i bite the bullet and do my serotonin level and get myself that three thousand dollars oh my god trip? don't fucking do it yes <laughs> a year from now on your birthday with like your next birthday yes. you you get yourself get, that okay. if i'm still let's if i'm still reach doing this first you will be doing it <laughs> You would treat yourself for being consistent. Yes. Okay. Then a I'll year be, of I'm, consistency. I'm, uh, yeah. Not like when I sat there and I'm like, I could do this bike. Two years later, I'm like, it is the world's most expensive coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> but then my ass got on it. That's good. <laughs> I went on my pace. Yeah. Like the turtle. <laughs> you have to. You have I can't. To. I, I feel like one of the hardest things, like I'm going back to what you said and believing yourself as a mom. Um, I feel like we're just always so focused and we're all 
giving to our kids mm-hmm. and attending to other people's needs mm-hmm. instead of attending to our own needs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get lost in doing that. I mean, I am re- I am a recovering people pleaser. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to me, it felt uneasy at first. It was very hard. And then I started to remind myself that I do enough. I yeah. am enough. You know, I am a great mom. I attend to my child. And that's like the number one priority in my life. Um, But I realized that when I don't pour into me, when I don't take care of me first, I can't attend to my family. I can't attend to him. And it taught me so much on the journey of finding yourself again. Because let me tell you something, the journey has not been easy. And I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure we're all here because we can can say that it's not (laughs) easy whatsoever. We can relate, girl. Like, it's it's really hard. I mean, we also all have boys. And you're, Nora, your son was the first one, right? Yeah. So I can only imagine. I vouch for the boy mom. And let me tell you something. Me being a boy mom first had really taught me so much about myself. Like, I realized that I always had strength. I think my son did teach me that. In the beginning of motherhood, um, my son suffers from a vision impairment. So Mm -hmm. I've gone through the therapy still today, four years, five years in. That's my life. I'm a stay-at-home mom, completely full-time. And I did lose myself. I was always caring for, for him, you know. And I didn't notice that I was making myself sick by doing so. Like I lost all the baby weight. Did it, you know how you know how some people work for it? Like yeah. really, I girl, my days were repetitive. I didn't eat. It was just so much focus on the baby. You you didn't want to like even touch your daughter. I didn't want anyone touching my son. Like I was in that little mama hut. Yeah, and that was me for a full year, and I had no idea. Like at some point when I realized that I wanted to have something different in my life. You know, my baby was growing and I was like, but what about me? Like, I'm more than just a mom. And mm-hmm. I know that that happens and that's okay. I want women to hear this and it's okay. Like, we all go through it, but I feel like, yes, soul searching and awakening. Motherhood was my awakening. Um, but I think that motherhood, if you ever want to have the biggest awakening and you really want to find yourself, mm-hmm. I think motherhood will actually trigger that. Mm-hmm. It will put a mirror in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will force that mirror. It will force <laughs> it. It will force it. You would see um, people around you um, and family. And that, I think that that's just, how can I say it? Like, I don't want to like get emotional, but <laughs> I'm a water sign, so I get emotional. Okay? Just saying. Just, That's right, Cancer. Right? Yes, yes, just saying. It's my Cancer son. sisters. Oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> He's so emotional. I love him. Yeah. We tend to always carry the heavy weight when it comes to motherhood. Oh yeah. And it's because how you you you're the tough. You know, you don't want people to see you drown. You don't want you. We have this mentality that that's weak in us. You know, and I had to learn that, that, you know what, I'm not weak. It's okay. I had a hard time asking for help. Um, and there was a time where I just couldn't. I just, instead of asking, I exploded. Yeah. I exploded. 
And I did build resentment yeah. throughout the way. I did. I built resentment. I was in that stage for about almost two years. And it wasn't until I saw my reality turn into complete, like, something that I couldn't even accept. I was like, nope, what is going on here? Something's wrong. Like, I'm communicating. I'm saying this, but I don't want no one's help. I don't want no one's support. Like, I got this. And it's like something in me triggered and reminded myself, like, simmer down, Right. You're doing the best you can, but you don't always have to carry all the weight. You don't always have to have it together. You don't always have to hold it together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we put that responsibility on ourselves. No one's telling us, hey, Cindy, like, you know, you're in charge of this, 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 this. Like, you just have to get it done. <laughs> like, no one's telling you that. We, we're doing that to ourselves. And it was that moment that I started to look within myself. And I'm like, okay, where can I change? Where, I mean, I have resentment towards my partner for two years. It was insane. Like, it was so hard. And I feel like that's such an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And, like, the more um, parents I hang out with or couples that I hang out with together that, again, are going through similar things that we're going through, and this is why I said before, we're all living the same freaking life because <laughs> it's not until we actually have the conversations that we're like, oh, right. you too? You too, yep. You know? Um, but again, obviously, we are all very different. We all process things differently. And that's what we may think where, oh, she don't know what I'm going through mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. And that's honestly how I felt. Right. But again, being vulnerable and having those conversations like, oh, okay. And then now even working with my own husband as far as like being open, like effective communication, you know, because you can say, yeah, neither. It's it's still a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. I was just projecting, projecting, projecting. Exactly. And, you know, and even (laughs) I remember in the very beginning, he was always like, like he he used to be on edge, you know, and I'm just like, well, I'm on fucking edge too. Like, what the fuck? You shouldn't be on edge. You don't know that you're like, like I wasn't letting him also feel mm-hmm. feel it you know and it's just like well because i'm here thinking i'm the one that gave birth yeah. this and that like i'm i'm everything going through all this stuff with the baby but he's also going through the same thing with me you know like how how is that fair to him mm-hmm. and i'm happy i'm starting to be aware of this like at now you know yeah. our son is now only gonna be two and a half i'm happy that i'm able to start processing these processing these things now because again I, when we've spoken about this many times on this uh podcast it's like Yes, I see my parents and most so I see my mom. You know, she's in her late 50s, soon to be 60s and stuff. And I'm like, there's obviously a lot of things that I love about her. But there's obviously a lot of things I was like, I don't want to think that way, process things that way. It be that emotionally immature at that age. You know, I'm like, I'm still very emotionally immature now. But I was like, I need to get better because how am I going to, again, I have this little boy. And we have this was this huge responsibility on our shoulders as boy moms, like to raise good men. Like yeah. the world needs more good yes. men, proper men, emotionally, oh. emotionally uh-huh. mature okay. men, mm-hmm. emotionally open men. You know. So yeah, I could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes me feel good because I, I, I truthfully thought that my relationship because i had this resentment i couldn't heal from it i thought that it was that's it it was done like that's it like you didn't go through what i went through you know you are you're lucky because you get to leave these doors and you get to go out there meanwhile i'm like sobbing and sinking (laughs) yeah trying to hold it together and in reality 
they go through it as well, but they handle it differently. And I had to come into terms with that um, not too long ago. And once I started to effectively communicate, <laughs> um, put the emotions to the side, really, if I, if I want to be heard, I need to be open and hearing the other person. Absolutely. Like, that is something that I had to learn because what I'm also learning is that I've had series of situations and series of just, like, in my life of being unheard or at least feeling unheard, right? So it's, like, it's about me. Like, you're not listening and this and this and this. And motherhood, like I said, like, it taught me to look at those things, right? Um, and I'm not going to lie. It took a long way to get here. <laughs> like I said, it was a really wild ride. Um, I'm four years in, but it wasn't until six months, eight months ago where yeah. everything just started to feel like it's coming at peace. It's coming together. You're working on it. You're doing the best you can. You're, you're really noticing those triggers. Cause I feel like, you know, when you get irritated and you're overstimulated, what do you do? Right. We can't, if, if we know we kind of just like burst out, we know that's not how we want to handle it. Yeah, truly. I, I call them adult tantrums. Well, when I notice my adult tantrums coming up, I just <laughs> literally, I just walk around like, I'm not doing this right now. And I just take a deep breath. Um, I try to understand why I'm feeling that way and how I can come back to the situation and sit down calmly. Because, girl, <laughs> <laughs> my Latina, like, jeans on me, like, there's no such thing as calm. Like, right. it's hard. And we're, and we're not trying to be, because Dominican, we're not. Like, we're not trying to be those Dominican moms. We're not. Like, but I have caught myself yes. plenty of time the past few weeks being that Dominican being mom that, and, I'm, and that yelling and that snapping. And I'm like, this kid isn't even understanding what the fuck I'm saying. And like, it's not being processed. So literally it was waste of a, a breath, mm -hmm. waste of energy. Mm -hmm. And now I just probably added some fucking stress hormones <laughs> to my damn body. Like for what? For what? Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. But we, but you know, there comes a thing where that becomes part of us. And then when we realize it, we're, and we're starting to notice it and we can catch on it as we catch on it all the time and approach it differently we eventually let that go eventually that will no longer be you you're gonna be so. that person <laughs> i promise you <laughs> i promise you're gonna be able to sit down like bring yourself a beer bring right. my wine and let's talk about this because it's i didn't like this i didn't feel right about this like you need to understand this now what is something that you would like to say what do you want me to hear you out on and ever since that i mean i just feel like and that's in the relationship aspect and in, in dealing with other family members uh, when it comes to support you know it's like build those boundaries i was a person that never had any boundaries mm. like again recovery <laughs> and you know that's just something that you know as a child but now that i'm learning it's like no it's okay to i don't want to answer that i don't want to talk about this like come back to me 24 hours and then we can talk about it right um and that just again it's a journey you do have your relapse time yeah, yeah do. like it's not perfect it's not linear and that's something that i had to come to terms with everything else but motherhood taught me how to deal with life because life is the same way it's the same way. You're going to get chaos. You're going to have things that you don't agree with. You're going to have to learn how to control yourself and control your emotions in a lot of situations that I think that motherhood was that for me. It was that reflection for me. And that's what caused my awakening. And now I'm just like this whole conscious person. Like I'm completely different than the girl that I was six months ago. And I'm just so proud because my goal as a mom, as just a human being is 
I don't want to remember who I was. I want to continue to evolve. I want to continue to actually be standing in my strength, um, be courageous, and I just want to bring to the table what my I know my son can use yeah. later on in life, you know, Absolutely. and I definitely want my partner to realize that, like, you, when you focus on you, you don't have to get lost in the bubble. You don't have to get lost in, like, because fathers go through the same thing. They get into this whole... Um, they stay in this fatherhood thing and they forget. They also let themselves go. There yeah. are men who let, who let themselves go. For sure. You know? And I was like, no, I, I, I want to lead the way. And that's how I am as a mom now. And that's just, you know, wherever God wants to take me from here and on, like, that's what we're rolling with. But definitely everyone has their journey. Everyone has their time. Um, and I think it's beautiful, even though it does have this little... Yeah. You know, sometimes you just want to... Just lock in like the room and just like go over there and <laughs> yeah. don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, but it's a beautiful thing, especially because you watch yourself grow into that. So, you, you know, it's so crazy. Together. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you had mentioned like parts of it and I'm like trying to put these pieces together. Like we are, you know, the mothers, like we do, we do it all because we feel mm-hmm. like, okay, baby's out. <laughs> we got to go 1000% and do everything for them. <laughs> But, like, if you just take a a step, like, I'm just thinking right now, like, the day that I had Oliver, Mm -hmm. like, my husband, yes, he became a father, but then he lost just his wife. Yeah. His wife now turned into, okay, my 100% focus is not going to be on us in this relationship. It's on a whole other person. And, like, just, you take a back seat. Yep. And it's unintentional. It's just a way that happens. It's natural. And it's our focus. Our hormones are going crazy. But, like, they're, like, just as we are re, like, learning who we are. Because, like, myself, I'm like, I don't know who this person, like, the person I was when I was, you know, just, Bert and I got married. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that same person. I don't know who the hell, what the hell is she doing out in the <laughs> streets at what time? Like, you right. Know? But, um, you know, like, he, like when you sit there and you think about it, it's a little sad mm-hmm. because you're like, how does the man like feel like his partner is now just kind of like, stop, uh-huh. stop. No, <laughs> I got like, in my case, it's like, I got three little babies over here. Like this one's telling me they want a snack. This one's telling me to wipe their butt. This one's crying because she wants some milk. And it's like, what the fuck do you want now? What do you want? Right. What do you want for my life? And he's like, I just want to say I love you. Uh-huh. And I'm like, take I love you and go somewhere else with right. that. Like, you know? Yeah. So it's it's just so crazy because it's like, when we're mourning our prior life, they're mourning their prior life too because they're like, fuck, we can't just go out to go to dinner with you yeah. and reconnect yeah. and yes. be with you. And like, all your conversations end up being like, look at the freaking cutest thing that this person did. Look at that. Look, look. look. That's like me now when I'm obviously Caleb starting preschool. I'm like, look what he brought home today. <laughs> and even before I left the house today and he stayed with him, I'm like, look, he um, did the letter C and within the letter C it was like, what well, you can find, like that starts with the letter C. I was like, do it with him. I was like, have him, have him find all the C things, like the camera, like, you, like this is the word camera. He says letters. <laughs> oh my goodness. Instead of just, and I mostly obviously just let him be and just let him, you know, father his son, especially when they're just alone, mm-hmm. like however he wants to father him. And then whatever, if I have to come home, you know, and put out some fires, cool. But thankfully, you know, thank you, Kelvin. Always shouting out Kelvin. <laughs> yeah. he, he does the best that he can, the best that he knows, right. too. You know, because... They're also and, learning. 
Exactly. And that's another thing too, like, and again, talking about therapy and all that stuff and stuff that therapy uncovers is you really have to go deep down into your own childhood because again, those triggers that we have as mothers Mm -hmm. and sometimes when we sit back, I'm like, damn, I really didn't need to react like that. Right. But then again, through therapy, certain, again, tools or whatever that these therapists have. And obviously, you know, again, that's their profession, but it'll help you literally uncover and dig deeper and realize, oh, the reason because, and we spoke about it on the last episode with one of my friends and it's still resonating so deep with me because there's a certain thing that she does now that she has to do. And something that was uncovered through therapy was like one incident, just one incident happened one time when she was younger. I think again, she was eight years old and then it's still, resonating in her life now Mm -hmm. so it's just like crap you know you look back at least with me i look back on my childhood and at least before we moved to jersey because forget about that you know they literally uprooted me Mm -hmm. from this beautiful you know urban setting that i absolutely loved and dumped me into suburbia at the age of 13 you know throw in puberty and all that other crap who knows what i was going through but again, but way before that, I can always look back and be like, oh, no, like my childhood was great. It was nice. But I don't know if there were certain days or certain things or certain things that like if my mom lashed out at us okay. that, again, like I said before, created that stress hormone <laughs> in my child brain yeah. that now is carrying again. And it's just been sitting there dormant now becoming a mom. It just like. It's awakening all that shit that was freaking sleeping from my childhood and is causing those triggers, like, especially patience, you know? And it's just like, any little thing is just like, yo, like, and um, again, the past few weeks or the past couple months, that's been me. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? But it's also, obviously, Caleb is also changing and there will forever be changing. I think I know that in one of your episodes that as your as your child changes, so does your stages in motherhood. I think you said yes, that yes, and how and how you mother, and, and it's absolutely mother. true because the same way you mothered a, a newborn mm-hmm. ain't going to be the same way you mother a two year old, a thirteen year old, a twenty year old, a, a thirty five year old. You know, Always growing. so exactly, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to like catch catch up, catch up. You know, before Caleb catches up. Take in your a time. Sense, you take, know, take your time. No, though, absolutely, really. but I don't want to again. Um, of course, I know there's going to be setbacks. Yes. There's going to be time to, again, reset, reinvent the wheel. And that's how I feel like my current uh, stage right now in life and mm-hmm. motherhood, womanhood, um, everythinghood <laughs> is really right now I'm resetting myself. Yeah. But I realized I was like, I've been, again, stressing so much the past six, eight months. And again, going into prayer and right. again, going back into therapy mm-hmm. and finding those things that I could just like... Woosa and take those deep breaths be, and like kind of like reset myself but i was just like i need i was like i need more right now i was like my like my intuition is literally like screaming for it but i was like i don't know exactly what it is so let me try going back to work mm-hmm. and seeing if that's it because i was even like what if i go back to work and it's just like a fucking shit show and mm-hmm. i and then i sit there and i start regretting it again all those self-doubts you, you go into your own brain overthinking you know i was like i was really comfortable the past two and a half years waking up whenever I wanted to, waking up going on Caleb's thing. But I was just like, no, this is not also going to be the rest of my life. And it's not also going to be the rest of his life. Eventually, he has like, some type of schooling, 
whether that was going to be me doing it. And then I even, we, I considered that me and Nora spoke about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I could do it. But then I, after, again, going through that childhood phase, I was like, F that. Somebody else is going to do this right now because it's just not for me. And I sat there, did a bunch of research and all this other stuff. And I was just like, nope, nope, nope. And then now actually sitting in it, sitting in what I thought was going to help me is actually helping me. Again, it's just been a couple weeks Talk to me in six months. You know, I'll be like, Yo, yo what the fuck did I even think about? Like, now nah, I got, I don't got time for shit. I really don't have time for shit. You know, but again, is going to, like you were saying about before. Like, it's a twenty minutes on TikTok turns into two hours, and it's about setting up those time blocks. And yeah. and I know you do it a lot, and I, I love always. that when you post about it. And I remember you always posting about it. And I was just like, Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. And I just kind of like kept moving because I was just like, it didn't like. It wasn't something that I applied. You're not there yet. You're not, exactly. You, you but there now, yet, so, yeah, yeah, but now it was just like, okay, it makes all the sense. I was just like, I could easily sit there and waste my time very easily. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, also, can I multitask? You know, can I multitask without it stressing me out? And I realized it because even today, like I had a, a work meeting and then at the same time, Caleb needed to be fed lunch. Um, and then he was crying because he needed to take a nap. So then thankfully, again, just the timing worked out. I was able to sit there, give him his lunch um, while I'm taking my notes. <laughs> And I was just like, I can do this. And even the girl was like, you were able to get notes in? And I was like, yeah. And I was it's fine. just like, it's fine. It's great. He's yeah. choking. He's good. And then I was even like the other day working from home from my in-laws and I had to take a test and I'm there like clicking through the slides and I boom, took the test, passed it. And they were like, wait, this whole time we were having a conversation with us, you, you were, were taking that? a test. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was also testing my ability to be able to multitask because I know I'm going to have to mm-hmm. do this. Especially for the next couple of months that Caleb is also only in school part time. Yes. You know, once come August, he will be in school full time. So I was like, I need to adjust. And thankfully, the job is being very reasonable and very flexible with me right now to allow me to do that. And again, that was part of my prayers. That's why I said I was like, if you're a believer and whatever, I'm going to throw in, you know, Jesus, God up in here <laughs> because you have to pray for it in detail. And I sat there, I was like, okay, use God, you see me applying, you see me putting in the work, but also don't put me in a situation that I'm going to quickly, instantly regret, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, because even like, again, <laughs> I met my boss in person because most of my work is remote um, the other day in the office and like in her first sentence, she like curses. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like. I was like, no, this is great. (laughs) Because obviously you guys see hear me. (laughs) I curse a lot. I was like, I curse a lot myself. So I wanted to make sure I was in the right place. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, I see that I am. And then even the girl that's training me, the same thing. Um, She's here cursing and doing also. I was like, thank God. I was like, I'm home. I'm home. I found my place. At least, you know, like, again, to start off being home for two and a half years. Yeah. And being away from my career pretty much like three years, mm-hmm. I was just like, again, this is the motivation that you can literally do anything you want to do. Again, you just have to put your freaking mind to it. Set up those time blocks and and stay consistent with it. Consistent, consistent, consistent is the key. And it's okay to fall off and get back on. I mean, look at us with the Peloton. I mean, you said you never got on. I never got on. I, I actually no. got on it two years ago. That was the last time Like I looked at my yeah. Peloton rides. I was like, literally the last one was... April 2021, I was like, damn, at least I thought I was going to see the 2022. <laughs> no, but um, to be honest, like, I mean, with like my life, pretty much, I felt like went up in flames. And then I was like, no. No one got time for that. You were like, every, no. Yeah. Everything is going to be okay Anyone, because yeah. I am in the driver's seat right now. Yep. So 
like this morning, <laughs> this morning, yesterday too, but I was like, what the, f- what are you doing? And I was like, okay. So I, according to my planner, I was like, I got to do this, this, and this. I'm like, and my girl, listen, little, little sidebar right here. My goal in 2023 is to meet Mel Robbins. I'm going to fucking meet her. And you will. Because she literally. Please bring me. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. Me. Definitely. Because like, you I'm, put me on to her. I mean, I'm going to meet I her. I saw her. Mel. So. I want to meet you so bad. Like, okay, so she was saying, so she was saying, like, sometimes you just feel like you have to do it all, Mm -hmm. but you can't. So you make a list and you pick the three most important things. I made my list on my little note section and I was like, Monday, these three things are going to get done because they're in within this vicinity. Got it. Done. Tuesday, this is going to be done. I was like, ooh, I missed something. But I can do it by Friday and I should be okay. Mm-hmm. But let me do a little bit. And like today. Today I was like, today I'm going to go get these damn pillows that I've been freaking slacking on from my living room. I have to get them. I was like, <laughs> it's, it has to be done. I have to return these license plates. I was like, they've been in the back seat for two years. Oh, shit. I'm oh, like, God. they got to go. They got to go. And I'm like, great. And my dumbass was at the DMV getting the handicap oh, sign. Right, completely yeah. forgot. And they have that, just that mailbox. You could just throw them in there. And the thing is... <laughs> I completely forgot to do it. So I'm like, okay, nah, that has to be done. Then what else? I dropped the kids off at school. I, I did the therapy sessions. I did, I was like, bam, bam, bam. And I came home and I'm like, I feel like I got everything that I needed to get done, done. Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow I need to run three errands. I was like, three. Three is the magic number. That's what I'm going to do. And I feel better about it because I'm not running from here, 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 running myself ragged and actually forgetting. I was driving to Home Goods and I was like, ooh, no, no. The DMV's first. That's mm-hmm. right. Because I didn't have all that stuff in my head that was like eh, fogging. Yeah. Like I don't know. You cleared the fog. Yeah. So that One thing was a time, big though. thing for me. And then I was telling Cindy about this too. Like I mean, right now we're having a glass of wine, which is fine. But my pour was very, very good because usually I do the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I was just um, like. This yeah, she is- was like, ma'am, you would have refilled and refilled and refilled. It got to- way out. Yeah, no. so I'm like, you good. You good right there. Um, it got to a point, and this is like I was self, pretty much, quote, self-medicating okay. with wine. With wine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wine. <laughs> Mom, wife, wine. But Why? And there's like a whole culture about that too yes. that makes you think, I mean, fine if that works for you and if you're able to deal, because with me, the hangovers ain't it. They're Being not mom, it. Like, that's why I've cut back on alcohol so much. Again, yeah. like I spoke about it in my um, morning talk show that in February, I literally like fell off the fucking wagon and I felt like shit. Mm-hmm. Like freaking Valentine's Day, I was hung over. And it was so bad. And thank God that my comadre was there and was able to help me with freaking Caleb. And I was just like, if I was home by myself, like I was just like, I felt like, like my, it was like my lowest point. Yeah. That's you how know? I felt. It was so bad. What, two weeks ago. And I was just like, never again. And the thing is, it wasn't like, I sometimes drank, you need that. Sometimes you need to like go through I drank, that. Yeah. Through yeah it wasn't like I drank more than I usually do. It was the same amount, but I feel like God was just like, no, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Like enough is a fucking, and you want to know what was the most embarrassing thing for me? Cause usually I keep the bottles and I'm like, I'm going to go to the recycling center. I'm going to go to the, I didn't go to the fucking recycling center. When I looked, I was like, I have a liquor store here oh my of God. empty bottles. 
And that was... You should have upcycled it and made something. No, we're not doing that. I don't need the reminder of my drunk ass. (laughs) And I'm like, this is not okay. It's not okay. Because say if the shoe was on the other foot and then my husband Mm -hmm. was drinking every single night a bottle of wine or a case of beer or something, I would be like, what is going on with you that you need to do this? But he's... I know you're stressed. I know, but that should not be. I know you're stressed. Let me like open a bottle okay, of wine. Yeah. Like I'm stressed. Let me go for a walk. Let me go and and journal. Let me just let me get my serotonin levels and shop at Target. Like, <laughs> let me do that. Not shut the fuck up. Like I need my wine, and then I get angry mm. because you know I'm just like I just want to sit and relax. And the thing is. Instagram romanticizes it. That's that's Instagram that's makes okay. it a comedy. They yeah, make it a freaking okay. comedy. It They're not, just like, oh, kids are sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And like in the beginning, I used to laugh, but then I was just like, this is you know, our our for the new folks, this is cringe. Yeah, so cringe. I was just like, this go is seek, not le, like let's go not, seek support and help. Like, yeah, it's not okay. But I'm okay with like now. It's like a glass is not going to set me over the edge to be like. I need to finish the bottle. Like, I used to make jokes like, I don't need a wine stopper. That's for quitters. Like, now I'm like, bitch, you fucking alcoholic. (laughs) Calm down, girl. But again, I'm proud of you for being able to self-check yourself. And again, that self-awareness that you're like, nope, this is not working. Look how it's trickling and affecting all other areas of my life. And again, when we drink, you don't get proper sleep. You think you're sleeping because you're knocked out. But you, you're like your you're body's not. all over the place, and again, you're putting again all these toxins in your body. Yeah. But we saw it in the mouth, girl. We saw it in the mouth. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually didn't want to face the day. Like I would not want to wake up. Yeah. Like I would sleep my mornings. I wouldn't. I trust me. I will probably do motherhood at completely survival mode. Like I would not talk. It would just be very weird of me. Very unmotivated. Um and. Obviously, when I didn't feel like myself, it was very alarming to me. Like, you yeah. know, you used to love doing the things. You love to mm. be within um, your your friends. And you would like to come out. And, but what's wrong? Like, yeah. that was very alarming to me because I'm very outgoing. So when I'm not outgoing, something's wrong. You're right. That's how I am with me. And my cousin, one of our faithful listeners, Prima Monica, she knows. She's also a cancer herself. I so she her knows. Honey. She's like, <laughs> she's like. Get the pasta. And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. She's like, you lie. And I was like, I don't want to talk about it right now. But again, it gives me that space to be like, okay, I know something's not right, but I'm also here when you're ready to talk about it. Yeah. Right. And of course, and then we know, and I'm like, are you sure you're ready to open this can of worms? Mm-hmm. That's another thing too. I've been a little bit more conscious of, because sometimes I could just, just vomit out my problems so again yes. my family and my peers and i'm like shit maybe they weren't ready for all that because yeah. sometimes i say some deep shit that literally is alarming mm-hmm. you know like one of the times it was literally last year around april for my friend kathy's birthday and i got pretty freaking wasted and her sister-in-law that i never freaking met is driving us home and i'm there just pouring my heart out talking about not living anymore like all this stuff and then I'm getting all these text messages the next day. Like, and okay. I'm just like, oh my God, what did I unload on these ladies? <laughs> oh. And, and, and I was like so embarrassed. Oh. But I, thankfully also too, it's such a tight core group of yes. girls. And say. so understanding and not judgmental. But I know it was also very like scary for them to see me. Yeah. 
like that because they have never witnessed me like that, you mm-hmm. know? And again, we're all very open and vulnerable with each other, but again, I went freaking deep. Yeah. So it was another thing for, another self-awareness check for me when it comes to the drinking because, again, I'll just sit there and have just verbal freaking diarrhea <laughs> and, uh, uh, again, dump all this stuff that I have not processed in my sober mind. Mm. Correct. You, you know, just... and then I do it in a in that drunken state that is not at all like gonna work. Like I, I can't even think of the word, but um, that again is I'll just say effect that it's not effective. You know, like it does nothing. It does mm-hmm. nothing. It just literally I just put mad worry into these people's brains yeah. and these people's lives, and I didn't do, do anything to help myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like if anything, I just hurt myself a little bit more mm-hmm. because what was the point of dumping that out? If I still wasn't able to mentally process and accept, this has happened to me. Let me move on. And I said it like before in one of our episodes, whatever, like I went through with Caleb when he was like literally like eight days old. I remember coming home from the hospital, literally the second time coming home, first time coming home was obviously, you know, when you come home originally from the hospital. But then I literally had to go through that all over again, just within like a period of like three weeks. So that second time we came home, I literally sat there the next day and like my brain was like, it had not happened. Mm. But I was able to then self-check myself. And I was like, no, Cindy, we have to accept it happened. It happened, it happened. Because I was so scared that I was going to... And again, I also, at that point, I hadn't drank in months because I had just given birth. I was like, nah, it's probably going to come out when you're freaking drinking, girl. So process it now. You know, document it, wherever. And then put it away. This is something we went through. We accept it's part of our lives now. Um, But those are things that I need to also start and continue to apply with everything else that happens. Because again, daily, if if we really think about it, we're adding little traumas to our life and we're not, and we don't, and we don't really realize it. Even just the, through consuming social media, consuming the news, you're adding those little things. And if you're not really sitting there and processing what you're consuming is going to come mm-hmm. out in one shape or form. And sometimes yeah. it comes out really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. You know, and I'm speaking from, again, my own experience and with me. And if y'all know me, know me, <laughs> shit gets violent. You know, and I was just like, that's just not, and you, you know, and I even like you were joking and calling me Borrachita last February. And I was, I mean, last February, last, this past February. And I was just like, yeah, no, that's not cute. Like, it's not cute. I don't want to be a Borrachita. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all fun and games. But when you really sit there and like, accept those again that oh she, she's a drunk that's just how she is like no that's just i don't want to be that way you start yeah. to you know? ask yourself why like why am i this way like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be considered that but what's going on exactly and again those that that self-check the self-awareness mm-hmm. and it takes work like you said yep. it's taking a lot of work for you to get here so it's taking much. hella work for us to, to get here <laughs> and it's going to continue to take work I hope that this podcast lasts into our freaking 50s and we can be like, you know what we say, you know. Um, Our kids are college. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking like we're 80. (laughs) I know. So again, I think growth is such a beautiful thing. And when you sit there and like accept it and especially in freaking motherhood. I think motherhood is really about reparenting yourself. Yeah, that's That's exactly what it is. That's literally what it is. So you can learn how to parent effectively to the babies that you have yeah for your children you know we i feel like as a parent and i know my parents always wanted me to be better than you know what they've been and i want my kids to be better than what i have been no matter how many growth i have experienced if you could tap that if you can go over me surpass me do it yeah teach me you know um but i think that that's what it is the motherhood is really about 
parenting is about reparenting Reparenting, yourself. especially again the and the emotional aspect oh girl yeah. i am emotional like if, <laughs> like if my son can be if I, if i see that he's like emotionally i mean i wouldn't say like 100 percent sound it's not gonna never gonna be 100 percent. no but if he's emotionally <laughs> aware and sound and able to communicate I'm, I'll, I'll sit there and cry because i'm like something worked yeah. you know because again and like you said being better than our parents mm-hmm. like our like, at least my parents came here to this country so to provide a better lifestyle for us etc right. etc you know do go to college for this study this educate yourself on that but again putting emotions on the back burner we're now okay yeah we're getting those degrees we're getting these jobs and making these business moves and all that but now it's like it's our responsibility, and I keep saying it time over time. It is our responsibility. This generation, we have a lot of responsibility on our shoulders, and the biggest thing is that emotional, to tap into that freaking emotional aspect of it because mm-hmm. we need emotional education. We do. <laughs> we emotional I, degrees. And I feel like the emotional aspect, it comes from taking responsibility for what we can control. Like, and the only thing we can control is ourselves. <laughs> right. So... You know, we lose control because we lose control of our emotions. Like, that's, we're very reactive and we're women already. So, we're super, super reactive. And that is something that I have to learn so. <laughs> and I'm talking about, look, I always say it. I know they say words are spells, but God knows I learned the hard way. <laughs> so, and I love it. It's fine. Okay, we'll do it. It kind of makes me feel resilient. It makes me build that muscle, that hardcore muscle, because I was that, you know, shy, small, like, People that know me for 12 plus years would will tell you that I am a complete <laughs> different person than, you know, who I was before. So I, I, I do believe that when we start to look within ourselves, I feel like it's the most important type of work. Um, there is a level to this shit. There is. There's so many of it. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to give it out to you both. Like, you guys obviously are a little bit more older than me, but doesn't matter you guys are going to continue to persevere through this whole motherhood journey um you're gonna feel like yourself again okay you definitely are um prioritize you and that's just it'll be a game changer you'll be much more happy more at peace and it sure already is and it's just a week or two weeks into it or whatever it is and it's already a difference it gets better okay oh i know it gets better (laughs) it's so crazy because i've i've done this before like i'm not like when you see me, you're like, oh, you know, she's so into, like, her friend, group of friends. Yeah. No, I picked up my shit and I moved in 2009 to Florida. I was like, bye. See ya. No, I knew no one there. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how this works out. That's scary. And every <laughs> single thing that I did, I worked up and up and up and up. And it's like. Oh, when you go there, they're not going to give you a job because there's barely any jobs. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm from here. I was like, I'm from up north. And trust me, my hustle is not your hustle. Mm-hmm. So, and I was very confident with that. Miami's a hard city to get into. Oh, really? You know what the streets of New York are like? Right. The concrete <laughs> fucking jungle. <laughs> hello. Oh, like, I'm hello. sorry with your little palm trees and your bro. Like, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, calm down, bro. Okay. And then I got there and like, like from my apartment, I had, I was actually teaching English as a second language. Don't speak a fucking lick of Spanish. A few words here and there. All my You're students. You're like, see puppy, yeah, bro. Bro, bro. All my students were from Brazil or from um, Latin America. And they loved having me because I only spoke English. And every single one of them ended up going to um, a four-year college. Because 
of how I taught them and what we learned and all these things and, and whatever. So, um, you know, and then being there, like, just having that life, just being mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I'm in charge of my own life. I didn't have my parents. I didn't have anything. It was like, it was me doing it by myself. And I'm like, damn, I did this all by myself. Gotta give yourself credit, girl. And I was like, "You're capable." Yeah. yeah, I was like the healthiest I was. Like the, I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna be fly shit." Welcome to my. Yeah, and then I got bamboozled and came back here. <laughs> I'm like, like, I needed the palm trees. I needed the bro. <laughs> I was like, I needed the bro. But those are reminders. Yeah. Again, I know you, and you mentioned before, Jess, about like not thinking about your press. Or was it? I think you was something. Something about not, not, not like remembering your past or like focusing on the past you yes yes Yes. and and it's funny because i think cody (coughs) one of the peloton instructors said that today he was like i don't care if you was a track star 15 years ago because like (laughs) this is who you are right now and it's so true because this is how i am too like i was like i have like the you know the military foundation all that stuff and i spoke about it again on, on my little talk show thing and it's just like the military, yes, obviously the majority part of it is being physically fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always loved fitness and like being strong or feeling strong. And then obviously what what my body looks like from doing all those things is is like a plus for me. It's not my goal. Um, and then obviously, again, and then left the military and then lost like gained like mm-hmm. weight or whatever, kind of like lost myself refound my, myself in 2019 and my goal too i was like I'm, i want to become a mom in 2020 again I'm, I'm a very determined person like it's gonna happen this is how it's I gonna happen plan <laughs> exactly plan it for sure and in 2019 i was like no i need to go hard and then like even when i like signed up for a personal training my first time ever doing it um they were like what are your goals i was like i want to be fit so i can work out throughout my pregnancy like that was like my goal i was like i want to be able to work out throughout my pregnancy i heard that you like a lot of people are are, i know are going to be like oh you can't do that you're going to hurt the baby blah 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 i was like i want to show that you can't do it it can be done um but of course you have to be doing that before you get pregnant you can't sit there and want to do like freaking bikram yoga months pregnant and you never did in your life like girl you're gonna pass out yeah, and so was your baby <laughs> so but then again you know 2020 the pandemic freaking hit Little panorama <laughs> every the world shut down i'm just like okay what do i do and i was like oh maybe i could like continue doing squats at home but i literally i lost all freaking motivation i was obviously very terrified scared in the, in the very beginning of it um and then i remember even like that personal trainer hitting me up it's like hey i could come like training from your house so i was like Burr, I don't got no fucking equipment. Like I need an act. I like to yeah. actually physically go into a gym. Like, like I like to leave my house. house. Leave, leave, leave yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, nah, it's not gonna work. And then again, you know, now is that I'm refining that. And I was like, I did it in the past. I could do it again. Mm-hmm. And it's just going like that kind of like, fwing fwang, like going just back and forth. Like you can reinvent yourself over and over again. You're clearly like I said. You mentioning that story, whatever you've done in your past to get you where you are today, like you can do it again and again and again and again until you you just got to keep trying yeah keep you know, just do it you know that just quote. freaking do it you could do it but your ass into it <laughs> <laughs> now your, exactly. your, past, your past like you you will find answers like yes let go of it but sometimes you 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 have to look back yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. look back you can't uh, uh, i guess i think what you were probably trying to get at before that like, you can't be a victim of your past exactly. yeah but you have to like check your history to check. Okay, that worked. Yeah, like, like, what, I like. what I didn't yeah. like. What I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I will not point. be ex- accepting any of this shit anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That, that's me now. Like my mom to the point that she's like, "Oh, you're like an extremist," and I'm like, 
because I'm not going to tolerate that shit anymore, you yeah. know? And if my ex-friends are listening to this now, whatever, <laughs> thank you for the support. But, like, like I was okay with, like, cutting that off. I was like, nope, yeah. this happened. And, and, and I always said, I'm like, damn. I'm like, God, why did you put this uncomfortable-ass situation in my mm-hmm. life? But I'm glad I was able to handle it. Thank you for giving me the wisdom to handle it. But... And it, again, and it does help you. Like the same way that motherhood helps you in all aspects of your of your life. It does. Your own life experiences will just are just propelling you or setting that freaking foundation for the next thing. Because it's only it's not going to get easier. No, it does not get easier. <laughs> we get better. It gets better, but it's going to come with its challenges. And again, you just have to remember that and soak in those emotions. Let it out. Cry it out. Scream. Punch a punching bag. Yep. Yeah. Not a person. A punching bag. A pillow. Or a pillow. <laughs> you know, scream yeah. into a pillow in the middle of the forest. They make sure there's no way around. I like crying in my shower. That's, that's my that, Oh, there you one. go. Shower cries. I, I've been there. Shower cries yeah. are I've been there. Man. That water hitting your back and you're just like... <laughs> 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 um, all right. So... so we hope that you really <laughs> resonated with this episode. You guys got something. Yes, please, you know, share. If you're comfortable, hit hit us up on our DMs and share your stories with us. Like, we're all in this together. Amen. Like, you know, that beautiful movie, High School Musical. <laughs> all in this together. I could have sworn that was from, like, a 90s show. I didn't know it was from the No, it's High, High School Musical. Zach Efron. I need to watch it. Come on. I didn't watch it. Was it Corbin Blue? I think the guy Here I did not watch it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I watch a lot of shit. But, um, but yeah, um, we will have Jess's information in the show notes, as well as ours. Please follow us individually and on the media. And we will um, talk to you guys next week again. <laughs> Adios. Thanks but, for um, Oh, and don't forget to get your tickets to our boot camp. Oh, well, well, it was, it, it's too, too late now. Too late now. <laughs> like, so we'll talk to you about the boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for the next yes, one. snooze, you lose. And, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I know. And as you guys see, as we're growing, this is our, also our goal for like this podcast and this uh, movement is to build this community of like-minded mothers because if you're over here judging us and shit like that bye we don't, bye. We, we don't have room for that i'm yeah, sorry we're here to tell <laughs> yeah. the truth yeah. Yeah. And, like... and again like let's also be honest with ourselves yes. like we've also i've also i mean and i still low-key do it but then i catch myself like nope let me not judge let yeah. me not judge let me not judge because again you're human and that's mm-hmm. okay but we are growing towards building that community to lean on each other and being raw, real, and honest because that's the only way to really connect. To be honest, yep. like we can't, you can't fake the funk with nope, motherhood. Nope. Sorry, nope, nope, not at all. And don't then, and don't fall for the lies on, on the brand. Remember, on it's a media. highlight reel. Yeah. it's not the back end, so yeah. it's the highlight reel. And if you don't like it, unfollow it. That's it. Yeah, if that's it makes you it. feel like crap, unfollow <laughs> or mute. That's my favorite part. I'm mute. I'm like, mute your stories and Bye. mute your fucking shit. I'm tired of you. And then three months later, I'm like, what are they up to? <laughs> but if you know someone that needs this, share it. Share it, share, please. Share, share, share. Sharing is caring. So, yeah. And that's so, how we'll grow. That's right. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>